Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Good evening! Welcome to part one of the Random Illusions presentation of... Ouija October 2022! (laughs) And I am joined in the studio tonight by Zoltan, the talking parakeet, who is saying, Bee, 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 bee. It's a bird! (laughs) Baby bird. And uh, Micro Dog is in here with me. And the giant dog is outside of the door with some cookies. He was making noise, hitting things with his tail again and snoring. So uh, we thought we'd see if we could get Zoltan the podcast bird podcasting with me, and it seems like it's working. <laughs> he likes talking along with me, so then I stop. <laughs> he stops with me. Zoltan and I had a lot of magical moments as soon as last week's episode was done recording, and then during the editing process, he said his first full sentence that night, and then we've had some other breakthroughs this past week. So now, so we had some really great break, breakthroughs and uh, some definite familiar moments and definite friendship bonding moments. And um, he, another thing he started to do right after we recorded is he started jumping on my head and enjoying jumping back and forth like when I would do talking with him and hanging out with him. He would jump from his cage to my head. He started sitting on my shoulder. This was all a first just since. (laughs) This is all just a first since last week. So there's been a lot of magic with this little guy. And then he is going into a molting phase and has been giving me his prettiest feathers that he has, which have been incredible. I've been saving them all. So it's been a lot of fun. And he's been doing some crazy stuff. So he is down here with us <laughs> saying silly things, I guess. And um, yes, so how does this tie in to Ouija October 2022? Oh my gosh, we're going to do channeling skills for the focus. And we're going to use Ouija boards and other divination tools and other concepts to help you. Because there's always a hard focus on spirits and stuff this time of year. It's always fun. People love to jazz up about stuff like this. And we've been talking about connecting with spirits in recent months and with recent guests. 
And one thing I wanted to start out with is something really fun. I've never done this before. And I suppose I should take just a moment in time to remind everybody that this is a podcast. And what is a podcast? It is a platform for getting your voice heard and expressing yourself, your individuality, getting your opinion out there, and doing things your way. So this is my podcast. I'm doing things my way. And apparently Zoltan's very excited about this. We have hit some milestones, ladies and gentlemen. And... Oh! Oh! (laughs) See? Time for shout-outs. We're going to do a shout-out listener mailbag kind of combination thing here. And since it is October and it is that time of year that we talk about all those spooky things that haunt us, oh my gosh... It happens in the life of every podcaster, in every radio show host, in every YouTuber's life. Yes, it's the haters. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have achieved two haters in the past month. I need to give them a shout out. I appreciate them very much. This is why. A wise person once said that if you have all of the right people loving you for all of the right reasons, and if you've got all of the right people hating on you for all of the right reasons, you're doing it right. And we're doing it right, ladies and gentlemen, and so are our haters. So this is a salute this month to last month's haters. So first and foremost, we've got... Stella in Austria, who, yes, her name is out there. I could see what she wrote and who it was. So, Stella in Austria, I am not going to read what you wrote word for word, but in a nutshell, Stella, you really should listen to the podcast if you're going to leave hate comments on behalf of other people. So, Stella was adamant in pointing out that Tim and I are self-proclaimed experts, which we've never done. We are always learning. We are always feeling like we're perpetual newbies. And about the time we think that we have a grip on any one concept, we find out there is mountains to learn about that one concept. And we're always digging deeper. That's why I and Tim always present materials where we found the information and how we came across it, what we've been discovering, and how it's worked for us. So, no, (laughs) we're not self-proclaimed experts. (laughs) Stella was also very bothered by the innuendos (laughs) about the fraud that she was posting for on behalf of. So, right on, Stella. You know, we can see right through it, so that's cool. Right on. Now, next, next hater. This person used to be a guest on the podcast, and was a very roll-out-the-red-carpet guest on, what, like six occasions or something? I lost count. Quite a number of episodes. But after Tim and I recorded the very first episode of Super Servitor September, and we had a lot of fraud alerts out there, and um, boy, there was this... Well, I'm not allowed to say the person's name anymore, so I guess henceforth we will just refer to this person as he who shall not be named. And he who shall not be named blew up my phone with texts. Oh my gosh. Furious with me. (laughs) For the fact that Tim and I directed an entire podcast episode on fraud 
towards him. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I am here to say, people, that episode was not directed at he who shall not be named. I, it, I, I've i never done that, and I never would have. It didn't cross. <laughs> oh, he was, nothing I said could calm him down or convince him otherwise. <laughs> he was convinced that the whole thing was about him. He was mad, and he demanded that all of his episodes be yanked off of the podcast. I cannot promote his work anymore, nor can I say his name anymore. And he was so riled up that he posted a hate post in a rather large Facebook group, I found it, and uh, announced his non-support of my podcast, Random Illusions, in a very defiant way, or whatever he said. And, um, yeah. So, anyway, the point I'm getting to all this, Stella and he who shall not be named... I salute you. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart because those two hate posts alone (laughs) boosted the podcast more than anything has in months and months and months and months. And ladies and gentlemen, that brought us up four new countries worth of listeners. That brings us up to a total of listeners in 106 countries and territories around the globe. And there was also an increase of 62 new cities around the globe. So those two hate posts spiked our listener base tremendously. And it caused such a spike in downloads that it jacked us up in the general podcast ranks altogether, as well as in our spirituality category. So right on, haters. Thank you so much. That was nice. And when I started the podcast, I did get advice from some other uh, social media presences. And I was told by everyone, as soon as your name gets out there, you're going to get haters. Don't worry about it. It actually helps your numbers. (laughs) So, right on, Stella, and he who shall not be named. He who shall not be named also demanded that I stop it with the fraud alert stuff. And uh, to that, what I have to say is, um, no. (laughs) No, because if I know that somebody is out there stealing from people deliberately, presenting incorrect information for the sake of earning money from those people and deliberately duping mass amounts of people, then I have a right to present truth on that matter. So if I can save even one person out there from losing money, that's what I want to do. And I'm only going to present stuff that I know to be true, and I'm going to present it in the best way I possibly can. And that also applies to when I know that somebody is out there sending private messages to people. Tim and I both have had a number of people contact us. We know this is going on. They've asked that we don't use them on the podcast. So we are going to warn people about fraud scams out there and the methods that we know that people are using. Save your money, people. Use your own skills. You can do it. And that brings us right back to Ouija October and honing your channeling skills. There is so many ways to do this. It's not even funny. There are so many natural tools that you have at your disposal. We're going to teach you how. And if not, you're going to have a lot of food for thought and ways to explore this 
on your own in a way that works for your psyche. Now, unfortunately, he who shall not be named had a previous episode that I am no longer able to broadcast or speak of directly. I have to keep it all anonymous. But in that episode, he who shall not be named said in his own very words that there is a process. It's very natural, happens to all of us, and it's something that everybody can do. But he does sell the service. Lots of people buy the service because they're convinced they can't do it. What is it? You can call it by a ton of different names, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. A lot of people call it an attunement. I've also heard it referred to as an initiation, spirit connections, ability to channel spirit messages. Call it whatever you want. It's a direct energy connection to a spirit that you want to work with, and it eliminates the need of using a ritual or a sigil or whatever to contact them. And you can attune their energy to objects, this and that. I came up with an idea with this when I first started messing with occult magic. And I had noticed that once I had done a couple rituals with some angels, it was just easy to tune into them. And I would think about them and pose a request and it would happen without me getting my books out or anything. People in the groups were talking about this going on. And it didn't matter what spirit it was. If you did a really good working with that spirit, angel, spirit of the Goetia, it didn't really matter. They were noticing that they really didn't need their books. And if it was something, especially they did a couple of rituals with that particular spirit, they were getting results when they would think of that spirit and what they wanted next and things would start happening. So we all started talking about this, and I would say I remember these conversations going on at least four or five years ago, periodically. I I saw them a couple of times. I had noticed it also, and my particular take on it was I called it a tether, an energy tether, and I started doing this by way of servitor. And I've told a few people of my method, they've had great results, but any method at all needs to resonate really well with the magician. That's why we need different options on this stuff. So if you've heard of this type of thing where people are buying these connections to spirits, but you're really kind of on the fence about it, sure, you can go that route, but you can view that as kind of like a secondhand spirit connection. Why not do it yourself? And especially if it's natural to us anyway, and especially if you've got magic books. I'm going to refer you to a few really, 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 really great starter magic books that will help you with this. If you've already got them, great. If it's something you're looking for anyway, fantastic, high results magic books and the spirits in these magic books, I've personally had great results getting spirit connections to. Another thing I wanted to mention is that when... When I was putting in all the reading and all the research, I was out online, sometimes a couple hours a day, just looking at websites for different concepts and stuff and finding, you know, stuff that looked like it was an advertisement for something silly versus like an actual blog or somebody knowledgeable. Tried to dig as deep as I could with this. So when I'm researching the servitor stuff, the thought form stuff, the familiar stuff, all of that. Chaos magicians have been doing a lot of different weird, funky stuff for a very long time. And if you go back to 
Ouija, October 2021, last year, and listen to Karen Dahlman's spot on that. I believe on that spot, as well as when she was on the show in December, and I can't remember which one, but she's talked about it on her channel in the past. She started out years and years and years ago as a kid using a Ouija board, and as time progressed and she kept experimenting and playing and learning, she ended up having channeling skills. The Ouija board actually starts kind of acting like training wheels for your channeling skills. So that's one way you can approach spirit communication and opening those channels. The attunements are another way you can do it. And one way you can do attunements, here again, I've used servitors. I've created a servitor that specifically goes out. I can show it a sigil and it'll go out and talk to the spirit that I want to talk to and ask it if I can have a connection to it. And if the spirit is in agreement because I want to work with it, whatever, then it has a little companion servitor and that one actually sets up an energy cable or an energy tether or an energy line, however, and it essentially gives me that that communication line, that instant connection. And what gave me the idea originally is I had run across something where people were, you know, you always read about binding uh, the gin to a ring or binding a gin to an object. And everything I was reading about it seemed really control oriented. So my thought was, if it's possible to make an energy connection with an energy being to a physical object like that, why couldn't you do it with an angel or something and ask if they could just set it up like it's a a connector point. So I tried it with a couple of rings that I had because the the whole thing I kept reading about was you do do this with a ring. So I would ask and would they be willing to set up a direct connection so that when I had that ring I could talk to him easier and I wouldn't need my books. And it worked. And I had a couple of angels I worked with on that for a while. And then I came up with the idea to ask the servitors to try it just with me where, well, maybe I don't need that object or I don't want to carry that ring with me or something. And it worked. So it just was my thing. I always thought of it as a tether. I always called it as a tether. Then he who shall not be named came out with his method of doing it probably a couple years later. And he used Reiki. He had, he was a big fan of Reiki and used a Reiki-type energy method to do essentially the same thing. I've talked to many people from the Facebook groups. They kind of copycatted him, and I've had a couple of his fans give me connections, what they were terming as attunements, and passing that along to me, and it worked. So a lot of people were inspired by this. People have been experimenting with it off to the side, and If that still sounds too hard to you because you have yourself convinced you can't do it this way or you can't do it that way, guess what? One of the easiest, easiest, easiest ways is if you've got the books and you're doing a request to, you know, you need something from an angel or a spirit of the Goetia, you need to accomplish something, and you're you're tasking them with something. And this is something you're going to use. You're getting a good result. You really like the spirit. It has a good vibe. Instead of doing a ritual to task them with something you need, do a ritual and ask them for that connection so that you can access them whenever you need to. It works. All you have to do is put in the request and then use it. 
practice with it, talk to them, experiment with it, see what works for you. And really, you're not getting possessed by that spirit. It's not entering you. It's giving you direct access to be able to speak to it. And as you work with these beings, you'll be able to hear information given back to you. You'll either know it as a thought that comes in or a realization later, an idea will present itself in the following hours or following days. Everybody's different. It happens in different ways. Another way to embrace this idea is go back to Ouija October 2021 when Balkhead Moan was on. He had some great ideas for just using the Ouija board to talk to angels. And even if the board doesn't move or anything, you will be heard. Guess what? I've been combining the Ouija board with my magic books. And I've been treating my magic books almost like a telephone book. So anything that you can do a sigil scan on, have your Ouija board out. Or, you know, maybe you like a pendulum, okay? So you could use a pendulum for this. Any kind of tool that you're using to get divine energy and divine knowledge will work for this. I like the Ouija board. So that's what I'm going to talk about. You can do this whatever works for your head. But anyway, what I discovered is take your Ouija board and take your magic book and go through the entire sigil scan process as you would any other time. Then sit there and talk to the spirit. Get to know it. It will respond to you. If you're not used to using a board by yourself, it could take a while. But you know what? It's a great one-way telephone, one-way intercom you will be heard. And if you don't hear the thoughts coming to you, if you don't have the knowledge download to you right then and there, keep your thoughts open, keep your mind open, see what presents itself in the days to come or in the hours to come after you have that session. That's what I've discovered works for me. And I have used this method repeatedly to just ask a spirit that I want to work with for that direct connection to that tether. Usually they're going to grant it, especially if it's something that really vibes with you. And what I've discovered is some people just really go haywire. Oh, I have to have this one and that one and collect all 4,092 or whatever. That's great. But get a couple that really, 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 really resonate with you and just get to know them. And as you do this, you're going to have all kinds of insights come to you. You're going to better understand whatever it is you want to learn from them. And the exchange can be really amazing. They will use the filters of your mind. They will use your own humor against you, all sorts of stuff. So experiment with it. See what comes to you. The books I most recommend to go through, these are amazing books in and of themselves. So even if you just are looking for really great magic books that are some of the best out there, I'd say the first one on the list, highest top Number one position would be 72 Angels of Magic by Damon Brand. You cannot go wrong with this book. And it pretty much has anything you need. If if you could only buy one magic book, this is the one I would recommend. This has it all. The other one would be Demons of Magic by Gordon Winterfield. And let's go back to the word demon. 
It just means spirit. There's nothing evil about the spirits listed in this book. They are very easy to contact, and usually they make very, very, very easy first-time connections to. And actually, the 72 angels of magic, there's all the Shem angels, so they're very easy as well. The next one I would recommend for this would be Goetia Pathworking by Corwin Hargrove. It takes it down to basically just a pathworking and it's I've found this book to be extremely effective to contacting the spirits of the Goetia as well. So you could experiment with that one. Another one that I have, I haven't used a lot. I tried once, had good luck with it. I always have great luck with some of these books, no matter what, especially when it's either the Shem Angels or the Spirits of the Goetia. And this would be The Magic of Angels and Demons by Henry Archer. And he combines work where you use the Shem Angel and its corresponding Spirit of the Goetia together. So you could probably experiment with this also. It would be something that I would absolutely engage in. I just haven't got that far. I've got so many different magic books. I've just been going to the 72 Shem Angels and the 72 Spirits of the Goetia this past year with my Ouija board. And it's worked great. Whenever I need something, I need to get some advice, I can do this. And what does this have to do with anything else? Okay, Nineveh, when he was on, he mentioned this, build a relationship with your spirits. Even he who shall not be named when he was on, he mentioned it too. Tim and I have talked about this over and over and over and over. Build a relationship with your spirits. They're going to start presenting knowledge to you and helping you in ways that you can't even fathom. And then once you get in good with the spirit that you really jive with, keep in mind some of the books out there, they're going to just give you a few of that spirit's powers. They can do the polar opposite of everything they're known for. You can explore their abilities that way. And you can always go through all kinds of different books that maybe mention them and find other references to lesser powers they have. And that's going to give you some clues as to different areas of your life that they may be able to help you with. So explore that. See what resonates with you. The possibilities are endless. But what I'm finding out is with all of these possibilities, people get this spirit and that spirit and that spirit and that spirit, all of them. And they have multitudes to choose from, and then they don't work with any of them. So really, get just a couple really good ones, experiment with it, see what works for you, and then build from there. There's no reason why you can't, but you're going to miss out on some of the really in-depth work if you take on too much and you get spread too thin. So then once you start working with the spirit, you feel like it's your friend, you feel like it has your back, you feel like you're learning from it even without asking. Maybe it's anticipating your needs. Things are just happening for you. You feel a flow with energy working for you. That's when you're going to want to ask it for a familiar. <laughs> there goes Zoli, giving his two cents on it. And that's when you're going to request a familiar if that's what you want. If you want that familiar in an animal form, and maybe it's a pet you were going to take on anyway, you've been doing research on or something you've wanted or you've had in the past you want to bring into your life again. You can work with that spirit to have any upcoming pets actually be a functioning familiar for you. Plan it out like you would any magical working, right? 
And if you're someone that doesn't want an animal to take care of, it's not your thing. Not everyone wants to cohabitate with another type of creature. Yes, you can have a familiar bestowed upon you as just another helper spirit that will probably be a lesser rank to the one that you work with. But it's all dependent on the relationship that you have with that primary spirit that you've found and developed the relationship with. So go through your books, find something that works for you. And this is a really great area of magic that you can develop your own way of doing. You can develop your own thoughts and your own realizations. It's really, really awesome stuff. And it'll break you out of the, I have to have a book all the time. Now, back to Ouija October. So the challenge is start thinking about if you're somebody who's wanted to be able to speak with and hear the spirits, go through your books. See if there's an angel or a spirit of the Goetia that really resonates with you that you really want to work with and start working with it. Start building a relationship and make one of the things that you request from them is to be able to strengthen the connection to the point that you can understand and hear their guidance. Don't expect it to always be instant. Sometimes this kind of thing is a journey. It could take a while. You could have blockages. You may not be listening right. And it could just be a process. Let it be an enjoyable process and something you look forward to working with on a regular basis in your life and part of your spiritual practice. And here again, there's no right or wrong way to do it. But if you want a direct beeline intercom system to any spirit out there, you can play with Reiki energies. You can play with servitor concepts. You can play with your magic books. And another option is if you're kind of stumped up on some of this, go get yourself a copy of Magical Destiny by Damon Brand. And that is all about how to connect up with your holy guardian angel. That is one of the easiest spirits to hear and connect with and learn from. And then ask your guardian angel to help you with some of these abilities as you learn and guide you in finding your own answers and what's right for you. The possibilities are endless and you don't have to do what the next guy is doing or what someone else is selling you or what some book outlines very specifically. Experiment and do what's right for you. Build your own system. And this is a great way to do it. If you're really, really, really worried about protections, you can always recite Psalm 91 before any magical working. It's incredibly powerful. And then as I learned from Miss Aida, you can also recite Psalm 121. But at any rate, there is so many different ways that you can tap into channeling with the other side. This time of year, we tend to think of it a lot. People are doing all kinds of Halloween prep and they do rituals on Halloween. If you're in a witchy type practice or any type of occult practice and just fun, right? And it's when people dust off the Ouija boards and the tarot cards anyway. So why not make the most of your spiritual practice, grab those tools and see what you can accomplish. See if you can take it up a notch, take it to the next level. And uh, you're going to find that when you use tools, when you use your books, when you use thinking outside of the box, chaos concepts, and good old fashioned practice, 
put in the time, you're going to accomplish anything you want and you can move mountains with your magic and you're going to have, oh my gosh, angels upon angels and spirits upon spirits, magnitudes of these divine beings cheering you on, helping you and being your own personal concierge, even if it's just companionship and advice given and helping you with mundane decisions, you're going to learn from this. It's a great, great way to improve yourself and get yourself going whichever direction you want to go. All right, I gave the birdie just a little bit more time to see if he would get chatty again. He's starting to settle down and he's actually laying down on a little platform I have for him. I've never seen him do that. And he's starting to take a nap and <laughs> close his eyes and stuff. So I guess it's time to get going and get him to bed. And uh, yeah, I am so excited to start talking about some of these different methods and ideas for channeling. And Tim will hopefully be back in the studio next week. He had some really great ideas on some of this stuff. I guess we'll just conclude here saying, really, I want to keep pushing all of you to keep doing your own work, to keep practicing your own magic, and keep working on your own skills. You need to be able to trust yourself, and there's no reason why you can't do it. We are all divine beings wearing meat suits running around here on Earth, and we all have connections to all of this divine help that's just right there waiting for us to ask. So let's find all of you all the different ways that works for you to do this. We're going to get you building your own servitors, making your own spirit connections, and requesting your own familiars. And you know what? All you got to invest in is whatever books that you want to invest in and learn it yourself. The sky is the limit. Oh my gosh. And for those of you interested in Ouija board adventures, we're going to have that too. So... I guess all there is left to say is to keep a smile on your face, keep a bounce in your step, keep practicing your magic, and by all means, go find yourself different things that you want to explore, and if you're interested in the fine art of spirit communication, I'm here in your corner cheering you on all month for Ouija October 2022. And with that said, we'll catch you next week for part two. Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com random illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, 
www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GOST radio, twitter.com slash GOST radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST Radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow, Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. And we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures. And hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.